On this special bonus daily episode, we're gonna get into the World of Outlaws announcement today about the point fund and relaxed restrictions. Plus we'll talk David Gravel's Thursday night live stream with Tyler Swank, let's go. It's still Friday, December 9th. I'm Justin Feather. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I decided to go ahead and do a second show today just because there's so much to talk about and I wanted to give a few things a little bit of space. If you missed the first episode today, we talked a bunch of the schedules and the Lucas playoffs announcement. That show is available in the podcast feed and over on the YouTube channel. We'll start first with the announcement this morning from the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. Once the schedule had been released, this was really what we were waiting to hear about. How would they handle bonus money and the restrictions in the existing Platinum Agreement that would have kept full-timers from running extracurricular races? Now, obviously, the focus there is on the High Limit Series coming from Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet, but that isn't the only extra racing out there available for teams. So here is what World Racing Group announced this morning. The bonus program that existed in 2022 is gone. And what is replacing it is basically two possible championship payouts. The main points fund is over a million dollars, with the champion taking home $200,000 of that. In addition, the series has added a second championship payout they are calling the exclusivity uh, bonus. This will pay out an additional more than $750,000 to full-time teams, with the champion getting $150,000 of that. So if you win the title and stay within the exclusivity bounds, uh, you could take down a total of $350,000 just in point fund and bonus money. That does not include any money you win during the season. Second place in the standings where David Gravel was the season would get more than the champion got in 2022 at $210,000. On top of the extra money, teams will be allowed to run races outside of normal World of Outlaws shows. As long as they're outside of 48 hours or 100 miles of a scheduled event, teams can run up to four nights elsewhere. This move is the easing of the past restrictions from the Platinum Agreement. Run four shows or less and you stay in good standing and are eligible for the exclusivity bonus. If teams go beyond that four races and run five to eight shows elsewhere, they're still eligible for the main point fund, but will not get that extra bonus money. And then anything beyond a races and teams will lose their status with the series altogether. My first reaction to all of this is that it's actually more than I thought the series would do. To be able to run as many as eight races outside the, sta- uh, the sanction and still get full benefits sounds pretty damn good to me. Teams won't be able under this program to run for full points with high limit, but they can run a number of those shows. They could also use their llama to run elsewhere. I believe it was foolish to think the series would completely open things up like we have on the late model side, but I think this is a solid compromise. I do want to reiterate here that no sprint car team under any circumstances is being held to a hard and fast rule to do what the World of Outlaws wants them to do. You can run every single Outlaw show you want and every other race you want with zero restrictions, none. And that has always been the case. That's not new. But teams trade that freedom when they sign the contract willingly to become a platinum member for that freedom they're paid the points fund and bonus money which is significant nobody is holding a gun to anyone's head to sign these deals and live under the restrictions and now for 2023 the restrictions are less and the teams are going to get paid more so now the ball is in the team's court here who will sign and who won't 
I still think the possibility exists for some not to sign it, which is obviously their choice. And if they think they can do better elsewhere, I hope they, you know, they don't sign it. Go run whatever races in series work best for your situation. I also know there are drivers and teams that are upset about other things that have happened through the year with the series, and that will obviously play a factor here as well. There are questions about the proximity clause and all of this, that 48 hour and 100 mile radius rule. This would seem to affect whatever happens with those first two nights at Eldora in advance of the King's Royal weekend. But as was the case under the old agreement, teams are allowed to ask for permission to uh, run other races, and these nights could fall under that clause. I'm sure that when Eldora does release their plans for those nights, this will be discussed seriously between the teams and the series. Feel free to use the comments below to share your thoughts on this news. The teams now know the schedule, the payout, the points fund, and the ease restrictions. So now we'll have to wait to hear who will sign and who won't. The other thing I wanted to do with this second show today was react to David Gravel's live stream from Thursday night. He had Tyler Swank on his YouTube channel. If you don't know who Tyler is, longtime Sprint Car Crew Chief. Uh, they talked a lot of different topics, uh, with one of them being my Wednesday show, where we talked What About Law's team costs. Their main point of criticism for what I figured up and shared was the engine costs, which I addressed on the show yesterday. I did shoot low with the rebuild stuff at 30000 for the year. And like I said yesterday, probably closer to the low six figures, which is what they said as well. And the other point they made was about the percentage of winnings that get shared. Drivers, in a lot of cases, get 50%, but also crew chiefs are often getting 10%, and then some of the other crew guys may even see a point or two themselves. That's a solid note from them, uh, good information. I love that David took the time to put that together and go grab Swank to talk about all of this. I'm glad that my show was the start of this conversation about costs, because as we hear drivers and teams complain about not enough money, the added context of what they are spending is important. They want more clarity about money being made and payouts, so give us more clarity about the expenses you have. I do also find it interesting the comments about my knowledge of the situation and where I got things wrong. I said from the jump that I was open to corrections and that what I was figuring up was based on publicly available information, some guessing, and some help from a few industry friends. Not everything I had was a thousand percent correct, which I knew it wouldn't be. But I bet in the last 48 hours, most of you have learned more about cost to run a sprint car team than you ever knew before. And that was my point. Let's start a conversation. A couple of other takeaways from last night. Gravel talked about the Eldora races and said he thinks they will be completely unsanctioned, probably very high paying, and that they will most likely be streamed on Flow Racing and not on Dirtvision. Eldora's owner is Tony Stewart, and he has an existing relationship with Flow for Eldora's content and the All-Star races. So not super surprising to hear that part of it. Gravel and Swank also talked about new sprint car tires for coming uh, that are coming for 2023, which I hadn't heard about. There will only be a single left rear tire for all of sprint car racing, and then they're going to have a couple of new right rear options. There are some question about the timing of all of this, with some thinking these new tires will still uh, will show up uh, in a couple of months into the season, while others think the change could happen right away. Uh, thanks to Tony Rost and Catalyst Autosport, who is in the building at PR, I have a photo of the new tire design, so here you go. Gravel and Swank did talk about how the tread was structured, how everyone would basically be starting at square one once the tires were introduced. Uh, I think this could be an interesting wrinkle for 2023. It's definitely going to throw a few guys off and uh, might change things a little bit for the season. Now, if you want to watch Gravel's live stream for Thursday, I'll put a link to it in my video description below. I love the transparency he's providing right now. It's exactly what the sport needs, and it's good for his own personal brand as well. All right, that's it for the show today. Make sure to hit that like button and subscribe if you don't do so already. If you want other ways uh, to support what I'm doing, 
You can join the channel as a member. You can buy some Dirt Tracker merch over at shop.dirttracker.com. You can go over to dirttracker.com itself and do all kinds of things there. Uh, Dirt Tracker Plus. Uh, check all of that stuff out if you don't already. Uh, we'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in all week long.